This is MIA2K Podcast, and we are your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We are your pilots, Kathy and Laura, two fun-seeking girls with obsessive fandom tendencies, taking you on a ride through the Hallyu wave from our perspective as opinionated, grown Latina fans from Miami. Before we close the cabin doors, make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you like to watch, our in-flight podcast video is available on YouTube and Spotify. Once we reach our cruising altitude, we'll be serving one thing and one thing only, piping hot tea. We're ready to fly into today's topic with our hot and sunny takes. So fasten your seatbelts, sit back, relax, and prepare for takeoff. Hello, everyone. While we're off for the summer, we thought we'd bring you our latest episode in smaller chunks. Today, let's get into KQ Entertainment. Are they or are they not a small company? So... KQ has always been super interesting for us because of 80s. We love 80s. So, of course, we're going to find their uh, managing company entertaining. So, KQ was founded in 2016 as a management company before they debuted their first boy group in 2018 with 80s. They're a private company. And because they're private, they don't really have to provide records or accounts or anything to the public. So, there's a lot less information about them. So, Music from KQ is distributed by Dreamus Company, which also distributes music for JYP, SM, and P Nation, among others. Mm. And they also have a partnership with Stone Music Entertainment for distribution. Mm. I don't know if you guys have noticed how sometimes AT's music videos are shown in their own YouTube account, but also Stone Entertainment's account. And from what I understand, it's just to kind of like help them get more views or whatever. So we're going to be talking a little bit about the partners that KQ Entertainment mentions on their website, which are CJENM, Sony Music, and My Music Taste. And the reason why we are going to do that You'll see a little bit later when we talk about uh, KQ scandals and controversies. Mm. So this is kind of like a little backstory. So you guys kind of sure. know. Sure. So CJ ENM is the entertainment and mass media division of CJ. CJ is a huge Korean conglomerate company. Like it's huge. Part of their media content includes TVN, which is home to K dramas like Hotel de Luna and Crash Landing on You. Yeah. Their music content includes Mnet Music Channel, hmm. Mama Awards, Take On, Damn. and they also have other partnerships with entertainment companies like B-Lift Labs, which yeah. is home to Unhypen. And we mentioned AOMG. them on, on the on the episode on Hype, so yeah. Right. AOMG and Hire. I would like to also mention that AQ is not actually on CJENM's website. But CJENM is on KQ's website. So that's like a little weird. Interesting. So Sony Music and KQ started their partnership back in 2017. So that's pre-80s debut. Mm. And they did it through equity investment. Equity investment is money put into a company for shares. Mm. So they just basically bought shares of KQ. KQ is at least linked on Sony Music UK's website. And it appears to be like a recent link because the link goes to AT's new website or app. Mm. I want to I want to mention that because when I was researching, it wasn't that easy to find articles about KQ and Sony that were recent. Most of them were when they first joined hands in 2017. Gotcha. Makes sense. And then finally... 
my music taste is a fan-initiated live event making service that brings fans, artists, and promoters from all over the world together in one place to create a valuable and meaningful concert experience for everyone involved. So basically, from what I read, they just kind of gather data and share it with the companies and the venues and stuff to see where the artist would be most welcome if they wanted to put, go on tour or create content, that kind of stuff. Sure. It's, it's like super random. So KQ Entertainment is home to ATs, Maddox, and Zykers. Mm -hmm. And one of their subsidiaries was formerly uh, managing Block B. The reason why I gave a little bit of like a backstory backstory on their partners is because when I was looking into KQ, the biggest controversy surrounding KQ is, is KQ a small company? When you research KQ and small company, you have, you will find like a bunch of Reddit and like Quora articles where like fans ask literally the same question over and over and over and yeah. over. So like, what's the big deal? Why do we care? And the reason why we care is KQ always has had this narrative around them that they're a small company battling it out to make it in the industry and ATs is leading their way and they're going from this tiny little company to like this huge, huge company that will grow and have more groups or whatever with ATs being what's bringing them to like the forefront of K-pop. Right. A lot of people are annoyed also by ATs like I would consider rapid rise sure. within the K-pop industry. And they kind of use the fact that they have partnerships with these bigger companies to mm -hmm. undermine AT's trajectory. They also say that because KQ used to manage Block B, which used to be a pretty big group in South Korea. Zico was part of it. I think is still part of it. They kind of just use all of this to say, well, ATs didn't really work hard. They had all these people with money to make them popular. And like, you'll see there's countless articles and like, it's all crazy and back and forth and you're stupid and you're stupid and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and normal normal k-pop behavior online <laughs> literally Just girly things yeah <laughs> literally and <laughs> some aunties i don't know if you guys know this but 80s was part of the kingdom reality show back in 2021 and a lot of aunties were saying that 80s was doing really well on that program because they have ties to cj enm mm, right so they're they produce like all the stuff so right yeah. yeah so they're like oh of course they're doing well when honestly like if you see the stages they just did well like sorry period so kq basically said that well with all of this the only thing that they cared about was people saying that ats was getting better treatment because of whatever mm. partnership and basically kq said that they would be filing a defamation lawsuit against post damaging kq and their artist reputation and that they partner with many domestic and foreign companies but they operate independently so again just because they partner doesn't mean that cg enm owns part of the company or anything like that however we will never know or we won't know for sure because they're private so they don't have to say anything right and honestly people need to chill the fuck out <laughs> like, i think it's very obvious that kq has tried to bring the best possible environment for ats and psychers like, from the very beginning partnering with sony before they even debuted ats shows that they were trying to make sure that ats had all the available resources 
to them to be able to succeed. And if 80s wasn't such a great group of talented people, they, they wouldn't have, have made right even with all the backing it still wouldn't have mattered like it really just they're talented and that's why they've been able to take the resources that they've had and accept something with it yeah right because i mean if you look at's debuted with a music video where they were in morocco i you don't really usually see groups from small companies having such elaborate music videos for yeah. a debut. But again, if the songs had been crappy or they have had zero charisma, it would have just flopped. Yeah, so. it wouldn't have mattered if they were on the moon. Like, they wouldn't have done anything. Right. And if you ask me, is KQ Entertainment a small company? I would say if you compare them to like Big Hit, JYP, SM, YG, they are. However... When you compare it to some of the other companies that we'll be talking about, I'd say they're about the same. So like I wouldn't consider them a small company. I'd consider them maybe like a mid-sized company at this point, just mm -hmm. because of the amount of success that ATs has gotten internationally and in South Korea. What do That's you think? Fair. Yeah, I think all the controversy, like you said, from people just going back and forth on forums that literally have too much time on their hands. It's just stupid because like no one's taking the credit away from 80s. Like you said, like if they weren't as good as they are, they wouldn't have made the splash that they did. So I think it's normal to kind of question things a little bit because it called our attention to like know right. more about this. And it's just, I think, transparency and honesty is best, which you don't get a lot from a private company. And this, like, you know, CJ and M has a lot of power, like a lot of power. And that's undeniable. And I don't think they have to hide that. And they're not because they're not hiding it from their website, but it is not listed on the CJ and M's website. So there's something that is being hidden. And that's right. what is causing the issue because if they were open about it I don't think the conversation would be happening in the first place but I do understand that they're trying to prevent people from taking any credit away from 80s that they rightfully deserve because that's fucked but now it makes sense like we always knew that Young and Yosung uh, were trainees at Big Hit and they left and they went to KQ and we always have heard that when a trainee leaves to another company the new company has to pay out the old company and the estimates say that it's like three million dollars to equip a trainee to become an idol so that's a lot of money and a small company doesn't just have that as like chump change lying around and so now we know maybe where the money was coming from and that's yeah. fine like there's nothing wrong with that good for them for being smart and getting the backing at the right time and having the money when they needed it right. period and i mean when you say hiding, it is kind of interesting that a lot of the articles that I found when I was looking for KQ Entertainment mm -hmm. were talking positively about KQ, but in a way that makes them look very small. So mm -hmm. they'll say like an article about KQ staff being like family members to 80s or KQ, not as big of a company as you would think. So it was all like, like I said, there's always been this narrative. narrative yeah. It's just, it's weird. Like the, what's, you know, like, yeah, like all said, I would say to that is, you know, we talked about the really big companies that have investment and ties to neighbor and cacao and yeah. those two single handedly run communications in Korea. Mm -hmm. so if KQ can get help from CJNM to control a little bit of the media, then so be it. Like right. it's a dirty game at the end of the day and everybody has to play it. So suck it. <laughs> so Honestly. <laughs> I'm just glad we have 80s. They're same, so same. They're they're an amazing group and they truly are committed. They truly deliver every time. 
So why shouldn't they get help where they can? Because that is a cutthroat industry. And if you guys want to hear more about our opinions on 80s, we actually did an episode in our first season, I think it was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where we talked about why we love 80s. Yeah. So. And our love has only grown since. So let us know if you want another episode on them because we'll do it. You don't oh, have to tell 100%. me to talk about Hua or all of them. I will talk about Hong Jung till the cows come home. That's a fun time. Mm. So with KQ Entertainment, some recent developments as of literally this week. <laughs> literally. KQ debuted their own app called Tok Tok on Monday, this Monday, July 17th. Mm. And the description reads, get the latest updates from KQ artists like ATs and Psychers. So if you guys are 18, you know that back in April of this year, ATs joined an app called B.Stage. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure that's not how you read it, but whatever. Yeah, like B.Stage, whatever. Thank you. And this DuckDuck app is it's basically just beat that stage. I just like changed the name, like, because I downloaded the interface is exactly the same. The creators or the, like the company, the tech company, mm -hmm. it's the same company, <laughs> which I thought was super interesting because B stage and talk talk were created by this company or developed by this company called Be My Friends No Spaces. Their CEOs, they have two are Steve So, which is a former CEO of Weavers. Yes, T. that Weavers. And Bryce Lee, which is a former CEO of Dreamist Company, which we talked about a little bit earlier, that they help uh, distribute KQ's like music. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting. Hmm. Also, Be My Friend counts CJ Group as an investor so it's like all like this arroz con mango like it's everyone's with everyone yeah honestly and dream is company is also an investor on this app and the dream is company is publicly traded and the majority owners are sk group sm entertainment and jyp here's the thing we we this is when we started teasing this episode we were talking, I can't remember at this point if it was the Hive episode or the SM episode, because that's when we're talking about the acquisition of the DRU technology company, which is what owns Bubble. Because the whole thing is that DRU acquired Universe, which was the company where like Astro, ATs, all the groups from like smaller-ish companies were using Universe up until January. And then they were told, hey, everybody's transferring to Bubble. And that's when ATs was like, no, we're not. So if you heard us teasing and all that stuff about this is why we were talking about it. And this is why we always want to talk about KQ. Because again, the smallest little company is not going to have all this funding to get an app and do things that basically it's like a white label app. It's not that they created it, but to do all these things that other companies don't have the resources to do. So clearly they wanted to compete with Weavers, which is the David and Goliath competition of the century to like stand up to them and be like, we don't want to be on Weavers. We don't want to be on Bubble. We want to do our own thing. But at the same time, if Dreamers Company is an investor and SM Entertainment is one of the majority owners, it's basically like all intertwined because SM has 
bubble. Crazy. But SM no longer has bubble. That's a thing. That oh, is a T. Right. That is a T. And that's that's where and JYP too. JYP and, and SM have been using bubble, but bubble is going to weavers. So they're basically saying we don't want to have all our eggs in one basket. And if we can compete with weavers at some point, we will. So this is this is a T that like all the companies are not just getting along and taking it quietly in the background. And they don't want hive to own the world and honestly i don't know if you've used b stage kathy but i, I haven't like, used the app i just go on the website i downloaded the app just because I, I i like apps and it has a good start but it's still super 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 clunky it does have the same vibe as weavers mm -hmm. um, i think maybe this week actually i started noticing that they like the little message bubble kind of messaging started <laughs> i joined the 80s one because it was free with the membership okay and it has like a great interface but i don't speak korean and there isn't a translation option within the app anywhere yeah so anytime any of the members post if i really want to know i have to like go into a translation app translate it and then be like oh that's what he was saying so it's yeah. kind of like clunky but it's it's getting there i've heard uh 18e bitching not bitching but saying since the app came out that it's unfortunate that there's no translations available because that does you know any any time that you have to jump or like click on something to go somewhere else it takes away from the experience right so right. clearly they do have a lot of work to do on the development side. And this app, just as a final note, isn't only for K-pop groups. This app is literally like you can start your own community pretty easily. It's not just for like famous K-pop groups or famous people in general. Yeah. Uh, like companies and like other people can have it. So that's but But there is a reason why you won't be seeing MIA2K on B-Stage or TalkTalk Talk anytime soon. Laura, care to share what happened this week? No. If you guys have used X and Bay and even maybe PayPal to pay for anything on a Korean website, check your credit slash debit card statements as soon as possible because a lot of fans have reported fake charges for purchases in Walmart. And it I just so happened to include Laura in that mix. I'm one of them. So most of the people complaining have been people that used have used X and Bay. In not just B stage, but also like even weavers. So I was like checking, making sure. And then today I'm at work in a meeting and I get a text message. Is it you trying to make a purchase in Walmart? And I'm like, Walmart? <laughs> Walmart? This team's meeting is not a Walmart. Like, <laughs> So just make sure you check your card statements. Yeah. Luckily, my credit card had a pretty good system and it like the, the, purchase didn't go through but yeah. you know still just check yeah we saw the news on twitter with the people complaining mostly from b stages link to x and bay and paypal's link to b stage as well so if you're an 18 first and foremost like any fan like laura said but especially if you're an 18 who paid for the membership in april like we did go check because i checked my card i'm okay but there's a bunch of people laura included who's data was clearly leaked it's been breached so check your cards and make sure that you don't have a bunch of charges that are not yours because it is racking up and most of them happen to be from walmart across the board from what we've seen on like twitter 
from people sharing uh, screenshots. So check your, if you, I pay personally for the ATE membership with my uh, credit card. So did Laura, cause we both thought like, we usually do things through PayPal with, when it comes to Korea, but we were able to do it with our credit card. So we did. And so check your credit card. If not check your PayPal because the activity also there has been shown to have some crazy charges and mostly from Walmart. And that's KQ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. See you mm-hmm. soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K Podcast. Dale! Bye!